Hey guys, welcome to the season finale of Yalla, season one. On this episode, we're going to be meeting with Bella and Fahim. We're going to be preparing our pitch to investors, and we take a quick walk down memory lane. So join us for this final episode of Yalla. Hi, welcome to Yalla. I'm Majid. And I'm Mishari. And we're starting a podcast company. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. And I've made a podcast before. So I guess we're qualified. What's the worst that could happen? Don't even get me started. Hello. <laughs> hey, buddy, what's up? <laughs> Are you ready to record our last episode? Trying not to get emotional. Um, but yeah, let's get on with the show. Okay, so do you know what we're talking about today? Yes, we are talking about financials. For the first time, Majid knows what we're talking about today. <laughs> it only took all season. <laughs> so shall we start with Bella since that was our first one that we had? Yeah, let's let's talk about the meeting with Bella. And for those of you who don't remember... Let's play the clip from episode two, shall we? Let's go. You guys are insane. Mm-hmm. No, it, I know. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm curious. Well, what's what? What's what's the reason? Okay, so first of all, I love how raw curious I am, and I think there was like six watts, but definitely, you can hear the. Um, she picked it up right away. The just the uh, the dream we had on the page. I think it was very clear to her that. While we had a rough idea of what we wanted, we hadn't kind of really gone in depth into the situation. And yet here we were with a really big ask. Yeah. Um, what I'm happy about is, so we went and now just had a meeting with Bella again. Yep. With brand new financial uh, financials, a whole new model. Mm-hmm. We've, of course, been working on this for a really long time. I we've mean, been our- bootstrapping this as well. I mean, we've really redone the costing. Yeah. We've stamped down a lot of things yeah really refined it and thanks to Layla as well we've come down to very clear much more of a clear understanding of how money is to be spent exactly and I think like considering we also spent a lot of time in the industry now because I mean yes. think about it we met Bella in what was it September October oh we're God. now in April so I mean there's oh been a lot of time for us to also understand what we're doing a lot more we've been at it this long already wow so this is actually a a clip from our meeting with um bella i mean we went we we sat down we ran her through the model Mm -hmm. and she had some questions and then she actually had this really nice reaction which uh i'm going to play for you right now so what i really like about what just happened compared to our first meeting is there's already so much more like conviction and understanding. And whereas our first meetings, I would challenge, and then Michelle and Majid would be like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, whereas now, I again, you guys know it, like I'm not an expert on this industry, mm-hmm. right? And I said something that as an, as an outside person seems high, and immediately you guys just convinced me using yeah. super strong logic that made yeah. complete sense with the understanding of the industry. So that's already such a huge... Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true, and I really hope that doesn't sound patronizing at all. But I mean it. You know, the first time, as I said, they'd be like, hmm, "We'll get back to you on this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sweating, yeah. like exactly, exactly. And now it's like, no, we can do fifty percent because of X, Y, Z. So, like, amazing, yeah. cool. Okay, you guys convinced me on the fifty percent thing. So, what do you think? I'm, 
I, I'm really proud of us because the only reason you're going to get this conviction, this knowledge, and this expertise is because we've been at it this long. Yeah. And we are, we've developed really strong working relationships between the three of us. Yeah, that's you, very myself, true. myself, and Leila, we all have our strong suits, mm -hmm. and we all work really well off of each other now. No, that's very true. And I think, like, Leila really brought a lot to the table. Of course. Uh, and, I mean, you can definitely see it with our numbers, with our understanding of the industry, with our kind of i mean the commercial aspect really yeah which is the the part that you and i were missing so exactly. much and because you know we're just like up here dreaming our, our <laughs> dreams with any kind of like tether to reality and like and what Layla I, kind of really helps what i that. liked about what Layla's done for us over the period is she's really structured how we communicate with our clients mm -hmm. and how we sell our podcasts to the clients yeah very structured, logical pricing, and we're not uh, shooting in the dark. Yeah, exactly. Which is, again, that's that's a lot of work. I mean, you'd be surprised, listeners, what it takes to get into being able to justify a price for the production that we do. So thanks to Layla for, for all that work. That's and really cool. There's actually even a reaction from Bella in terms of like our actual like justifications mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So... Let's hear more good stuff that Bella said yes. about us. Go Bella. <laughs> Honestly, guys, this looks like really sound logic to me. Um, and again, just like leaps and bounds different than the first time I saw the numbers. Like the logic is completely sound. The numbers look right. Nothing looks crazy here. So she said it again, logic and the way we've thought through these things. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, you're going to have to translate to anybody the thinking behind your assumptions yeah. and the way you're making your argument for some some part of your business model yeah and back it up with the conviction that you have either what it takes or you know how you're going to get there and so yeah and and to that point what was really important for me after this meeting was that we meet with someone who hasn't seen our numbers at all exactly hasn't kind of heard what we're doing and to run them through our idea and see what they have to say so how did you find with Sam so I actually asked Bella to recommend someone. I was mm -hmm. like, listen, Bella, I want someone who can look at our numbers, who's done investing before, who can look at a model and see what they like and don't like about it and challenge it yeah. uh, where necessary. And so she put me in touch with Wissam and uh, he was kind enough to actually yeah. uh, take the time out. And he, he even asked for our numbers beforehand so he can go through them. Um, and then, I mean, we sat down with him for like, what, two hours Yeah, going through everything? No, we were pretty thorough and we went through it step by step. And yeah. he had some really cool questions as well. I wanted to kind of just summarize, I guess, for the listeners. So I asked him a question um, at the end to kind of give us a summary of what he liked and what he didn't like about the idea. Um, so let's give that a listen. Sure. So as someone who's invested in other startups as an angel investor. Yes. What I want to hear from you is the reasons you would invest in this and the reasons you wouldn't invest in this. The reason I would invest in it is personal um, feelings towards podcasting because I listen to podcasting so much and I okay. listen to, to, to different type of, but the type of podcasting that I listen to is the podcast that I listen to, I've heard the person called Jordan Peterson. Mm -hmm. um, I listen to Sam Harris. I listen mm -hmm. to... Um, Joe Rogan. Yeah. I listen to um, Dan Carlin. At 
No, I listen to a lot of doctor podcasts. <laughs> okay, so that's from a personal perspective, you would be invested in this? Definitely. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why I wouldn't is my confidence in the demographics and how the demographics are going to change. Um, I am not 100% confident about the direction that demographics are going to go because there's so many uncertainties and so many discussions with so many different people about who, who we're, who we're going to get as, as 80% of the population uh. once we come back and look at, the, at, at this region in four or five years. So how do you think that meeting went? So I, I thought it was a really good meeting, not because it ended in, in a positive note, but we were really f- walking a line between good or, or, or the challenges mm-hmm. and the, the, the way we were reacting. So it was a nice test, yeah. if anything. We were learning at the same time, a different perspective. Yep. Um, to his point about why he would invest, for me, it was very clear that an emotional connection is a significant um, key to be able to get somebody to invest in a company like this yeah. or to believe in a company like this. They sure. believe in the medium. Yeah. And he is a big consumer of podcasting. And we found when we speak to people, they're either really big into it or they, they haven't explored it enough. Yeah. And then the challenge on the demographics is really the question of who our listeners are. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned that well, you know, in four to five years, but I'd hope, and this is the way I would maybe rebuttal this, is that in four or five years, we should always be adjusting and understanding who our listeners are. Yeah. And so I was very confident at the end of that meeting. No, um, I, I agree with those two points. I think what I was happy about was, like I said, taking someone who hadn't spoken to us before, hadn't listened to Yalla, yeah. didn't have any idea what we were doing, and then explain doing you know the pitch to him yeah and having him actually get it yeah. versus the first time we sat down with bella where she didn't even understand after we finished pitching sure. that we were going to be running multiple shows at one time sure <laughs> you know what and I mean? again that <laughs> having looked at the numbers he understands then how we've sort of factored for that again yeah. layla did all the work to put those numbers in line by line yeah exactly and and it really comes down to us also getting better at pitching yeah. And communicating the company business model and strategy. So we pitched to him, and then there's like one last person that we need to talk about. Yeah. Your um your brother Fahim. Um, did you manage to speak to him and show him the numbers? Yeah, we had a conversation. Well, we have to take a break, but this should be interesting. We'll be right back, guys. So this episode is sponsored by Peninsula Farms. Look, I'm a bar soap guy, always have been, always will be. Please tell me you've tried the product. I tried it, and I also checked out their website, and apparently the goat milk mixed with the olive oil and coconut are the perfect balance to nourish your skin and cleanse it. If you guys want to grab some of this, head on over to PeninsulaFarms.com or click the link in the episode description and treat yourself to some goat milk soap. It also smells really good, guys. So Majid, I know you're all about bootstrapping. What if we gave our listeners a chance to save some money as well? As long as it doesn't cost me any money, I'm down. So we set up this cool deal with Noon.com. If our listeners buy anything and use coupon code POD15, they get 10% off their purchase. Wait, do we get to use this as well? Uh, I guess. Why? What are you planning on buying me? <laughs> Not gonna happen, buddy. 
So guys, head over to Noon.com and use coupon code POD15 for 10% of all of your purchases. Buy me a present. And we're back. Yes, we are. So you were saying about Fahim and the numbers? <laughs> yeah. So um, first of all, we couldn't get a sit down with Fahim. He'd been traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to say, well, I saw him last night quickly. We got in the car together to go to dinner. And um, so I thought I'd take the opportunity, shoot him the numbers and ask him to quickly take a look at it. And so he was looking at this in the car while we were driving and I was focused on the road. But there were a couple... Um, couple things that he was concerned with. Um, Fahim took a couple of the assumptions and said, look, how are you justifying this and making comparisons to other industries? Mm-hmm. Now, I love my brother because he's a realist. Yeah. And he also will always go to certain friends or industry people to ask for their opinion. Right. So we looked at the comparison to other um, industries with those assumptions. And in short, came back and said he felt that they were unrealistic. Okay. However, I understand that he didn't have a proper look at how we could justify those assumptions. Mm -hmm. And so like we've done with the two previous meetings we've had, we've gone into quite depth Mm -hmm. to discuss that. So I will agree to disagree with my brother. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And um, if there's anything I can respect about Fahim, he'll say it up straight. Yeah. And I'll say it up straight as well. That's his opinion. And it's for us to prove him wrong. So how do you feel after this meeting with Fahim uh, compared to last meeting with Fahim? Um, for one, I believe, and Bella said this and in, in the way she said we have the expertise mm-hmm. we've been doing this for the last six months more more right more yeah. than six months there were already certain things that Fahim said in our first meeting that mm-hmm. we have already proved wrong yeah and so i believe it's within our power and within our capability to continue to prove him wrong and okay. i'm and i am up for the challenge <laughs> <laughs> and i'm excited by yeah. the idea so, yeah, I think, like, we had, a, we had a meeting with one of your friends, Stuart. Yeah, so here's the thing. Yeah. We also met Stuart on the right. other day, right? Now, Stuart is a friend of mine. He has his own company. He's been running it also for a good few years. And he's been in the startup phase. Right. And we were so lucky to catch him on the day. We had a sit down, and he gave us his ideas and feedback and we didn't record it. <laughs> so we were also at dinner with him yesterday. So right. I pulled him aside and I got this recording. Yes. So I'm I always super excited when you send me a recording. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, look at me hustling hard. Um, and I was very appreciative of him taking the time again to go over because there were some really important points yes. that he brought in terms of looking for investors mm-hmm. and understanding what it takes, especially in a seed round which we are doing, mm-hmm. um, to basically look for people who are willing to invest in your company. Cool. So I actually have the sound clip here that you sent to me. So let's start from the beginning. Okay. So we sat down yesterday and we were so blown away by what you had to say. Um, what was it again? Let's do a small intro. You've, you've, you're running your own company. You've been running it for how many years now one 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 quick question yeah 
Is this going to be broadcast anywhere? Um, do you want it? Yeah, it will be on the podcast. Or we might use some, some of your quotes. So <laughs> go ahead. If you want to say, like, don't put my name on it. Um, I can be more candid if it's not going to be released. If you want me to be candid, I can be candid too. Be candid, and I will, and I will ask you. Okay. Okay, let's just go with what you said yesterday in the meeting. So uh, on valuation. On valuation. So we're we're going to raise fun, uh, funding, and your take was. Um. Honestly, valuation is. You know, you're putting value on something that isn't easily the value of which is not easily attained. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're at the supermarket and you're buying lemon A or lemon B. Mm-hmm. Um, and really kind of what investors are looking for, especially when it comes to valuation, is kind of is they're just buying a dream. Okay. And so... At the seed round especially. Right. And so kind of buying the dream and writing this really once you know a very unique and potentially once in a lifetime roller coaster ride yeah you know the price of the ticket a price of admission is very different for every person and okay. so some people value that ticket far more than other people mm-hmm. and really as the startup founding team is to try and put try to convince somebody try to convince future investors that the value uh, that you're presenting will actually capture the type of investors that you think will help you over the next 12 or 24 or for until in perpetuity. So, so on the flip, that, uh, on the flip there, it's not about rationalizing the numbers so that like yeah. on, on what is very little data to go on. Yeah. At this stage, um, all numbers are directional, mm-hmm. okay. which means, and the direction doesn't have to be the the degree of the slope of this revenue growth curve is X. It literally is, is it gonna go up at what kind of steps or increments? It's not something that is like a mathematical formula or an algorithm. And it really- So what I like about what you guys have said so far is the fact that he kind of talks about the assumptions and the numbers and the fact that at this point, it's just a seed round. And as long as your numbers are showing the right direction yeah that's kind of the most important part but you can't really be sitting there um trying to take these numbers as gospel because yeah they are at the end of the day assumptions exactly if um, any yeah, yeah. Ahead, if anything what he was saying was you've got two things that are happening with a company like this you are making assumptions and you have a business model that you are trying to implement mm-hmm. and What's going to happen is you're going to have to be able to convince people who are investing to say, look, we're the right people to be able to go in this direction. Yeah. And the direction is there is an upside to what we're doing. And to that point, there's another part of the conversation you guys had, which I thought yeah. was quite pertinent to the whole, we are the right people and who are the right investors. Exactly. If it's like within norms you know somebody that asks a lot of questions is kind of missing the point okay. like they, they, they it's it really is kind of like on it, face value does it make sense or not is there enough upside for you to be excited uh to you to you to continue to be engaged and if the answer is yes then this is the perfect investment for you okay so there was something that i thought was very valuable about how you were approaching investors 
and the kind of tells and the things you were cautious of that I, th I think was really important about when your time is being wasted and when you actually have somebody about to bite yeah I mean uh, startup investing or for any profession um, or any activity that you do is not for everybody and startup investing is something that's very unique uh, it's not something that you learn in school mm -hmm. uh, so it requires a certain personality to be able to to understand it and then to actually to practice it and so much like I wouldn't recommend my mom to go skydiving like I wouldn't recommend anybody to be a startup investor and, and definitely to I wouldn't recommend anyone to start a start up a company um, and really the individual is buying the founding team that, that's the only thing that is tangible like early traction doesn't isn't the best indicator of product market fit not always and even if there's a product there and there's a little bit of engagement and a little bit of growth and a little bit of revenue you know to be able to take that information and extrapolate it 10 years is impossible mm -hmm. so the only tangible thing that exists is are the, the founders the founders sitting right. in front of you okay. right and so if if you're not willing to bet on the founders then you're then you should under no circumstance invest in the company so Founders. Yeah. And this is what I thought was really interesting. When you're talking about going on what you can measure, or what you have a feel for, mm -hmm. literally the only thing that's going to be available to you that you can really suss out, and that, as he says, it was like a person-to-person -person thing, mm -hmm. is the founding team. Yeah. And why he's, why he's making that comment uh, when we were talking longer about this was if you're going to take on the money of investors into your company, you become the custodians of yeah. this money. Your responsibility now is to all your shareholders, which are the people who've invested in you. Yeah. What those investors should be measuring and really seeing in the people they're giving the money to mm -hmm. is, are they going to take care of my money? Yeah. And that in the sense of a business is when the business is not generating um, enough returns or is failing or needs to make a pivot, a change in direction, are they the right team that's going to recognize that and then act on that? Yeah. And that, I believe we are that team. I also believe that we have already demonstrated this early when we pivoted away from video yeah. and doubled down on audio. Yeah. And the idea is not to be emotionally tied in and I know I'm going on a rant here, but emotionally <laughs> tied in to a vision yeah. that at some point you read is unattainable, you have to change. You have to make an adjustment. Yeah, I mean, I think a couple of things. One, he makes that point about it's not going to be for everyone. Yeah. And I think we even experience that when we, when we go to advertisers. Some advertisers get what we're doing and they're super excited to jump on board and advertise on our podcasts. And some advertisers are just like, huh? Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I feel like it's going to be the same way when we go and start to pitch for funding. Yep. So that's one point. The second point when it comes to, I guess, um, being the custodians, I think we entered this situation from the get-go understanding that we were starting a business. Yep. And it wasn't just about what we're passionate about mm -hmm. or what we think is cool. Yeah. Uh, it's about what can be commercially viable. And what, to that point, what I think is really 
useful is that it's not just you and me, but Layla's there as well. Exactly. And so we've gone to essentially three different corners and there's, I don't want to say there's going to always be a majority on one side and favoring the other, but the idea is we've got enough space and different perspectives. Checks and balances. There, thanks. Yeah. Checks and balances so that we're not trapped in drinking our own Kool-Aid, you know, exactly. thinking yeah. that, you know, we're going to be, you know, going in this one direction. As soon as something doesn't click, one of us is picking it up and alerting the other two. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess we're, I mean, next week we're going to start to pitch for funding. So how do you feel about, (laughs) I was going to say, how do you feel about that? But I guess it's obvious. No, let me, let me put it this way. I believe in what we're doing and I Mm -hmm. believe that we're doing something very different and very special. And that gets validated every time we're sitting in front of a client Mm -hmm. that is getting excited by the kind of feedback and the response we're getting from our listeners, not to mention the people that are discovering us. Yeah. Because there are two camps here. There are people that totally get what we're doing and are in our cheerleader camp. Mm -hmm. And then there are people that don't know what we're doing and don't get it straight off. Mm-hmm. What excites me is getting those people who are transitioning from the I don't know what this is to the cheerleader camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that is true. us bringing on new people. That mm-hmm. is people that are going to learn about the world of podcasting, that are going to become advocates, and ultimately people that will invest in the company. And I thoroughly enjoy the idea of being able to convert people to our side of the team. So we are doing it. Finial Media is going to pitch for funding. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be the gauntlet. (laughs) (laughs) And there happens to be Ramadan next month. Yeah, exactly, which is going to make things so much easier for us. Right. right? Totally different run of the mill here. Here's hoping people are in a giving mood. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I think it's going to be interesting with the kind of time we have. Yeah. And also the kind of stuff that we're going to be doing with uh, approaching people. By the way, guys, if uh, you want to like invest in Finial Media, feel free to reach out. <laughs> yeah, um, if this is if you guys have been following us and you think it's interesting, don't hesitate. Reach out to us either via our Instagram, either at Finial Media, yeah, or our website finialmedia.com. Like you've got all the things in the episode description. Um, so before we wrap up this episode, which is our final episode, yeah, can I read you something? Yeah, go ahead. So I was thinking about what we wanted, what I wanted to kind of cover in this episode, and I thought it would be cool to go back and check um, our WhatsApp conversations <laughs> after <laughs> our very first meeting. Seriously? Oh, yeah. awesome. Cool. So this is a WhatsApp I woke up to. The day after we met and had a discussion about starting Finial Media. Okay. So this, you. this is me writing to you? Yeah, this is you writing to me. Uh, what's up? At 6.46 in the morning. <laughs> early to early to rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy, totally floored about speaking yesterday on Finial in brackets. Is this how we're going to spell it? I'm so stoked and also really honored you picked me. We're going to kill it. And then you go on for four messages trying to pick what kind of platform we're going to use whether it's slack or trello or evernote for all our um project management needs uh and i literally woke up to like four messages which took up like two pages worth 
And then I responded with, hey, buddy, I'm super excited as well. I can't wait to get my teeth into this. Right now, I use Evernote, Pocket, Slack, and Trello. We use a lot of apps to manage our time. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm glad you're project managing. <laughs> um, and then I literally messaged you and I was like, I'm so excited. I literally woke up at 3 a.m. and couldn't fall back asleep. Uh, woke up just now at 9 a.m. after falling back asleep at 7 again. And then you responded, me at four with four <laughs> exclamation points. So this was us literally the day after we decided to to do this. Can I be honest? I'm glad I still feel the same about this. Oh, okay, I was going to ask. <laughs> no, I look, I can tell you, I totally know what that guy in the message is writing because I still feel like that. Really? Yeah. Cool. I, I think what's changed is the maturity of um, the teamwork we have. Yeah. Between you, me, Leila, Mohammed, and Saeb. Yeah. The understanding of what it really takes to put something together and what we've done so far and to have come away from meetings successfully. Yeah. I mean, we're learning every day, but that's really rewarding. I think it's just like, it's crazy to look back and think at like how much we've done. Yeah. Considering like where we started mm -hmm. and the, the time period that we've kind of been working with and also considering the fact that even like you and i mm -hmm. i mean we didn't know each other that well before starting this journey i was friends with hin your yep. wife and now to think about like how our level of communication has matured yep. and how we make decisions and stuff like that yeah sh shout out to hin for letting us use <laughs> the <laughs> studio room we're in now and like literally. I, I literally we've we've we're at home here right now yeah we're in maj's house we're in uh, a room that was supposed to be used for storage and Hind is allowing us to use it for uh, a recording studio. And so like all good, crazy, super successful companies when you start in a garage, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's it. I guess it's time to wrap up our story. Oh my God. So um, listen, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Um, following our story you guys have been great. This has been a production of Finial Media, recording out of Dubai. Thanks to everyone for listening, and we love your feedback, so keep it coming. Thank you so much. This is Majal Qasimi saying, Ma'a salama. And Mshal Bye, guys. <laughs>